0: Welcome back to my podcast. My name's Lorena and this is The Pooch. I have a sleeping baby in my arms. We're on episode 38 and I'm excited to do it. I haven't been here in a while. So even though we're having some struggles getting the baby to sleep tonight and in the last three weeks, let's be honest, um, I just thought I'm really in the mood now to record. So I'm going to jump straight into it. Uh, My toddler is staying at my parents' house tonight and she's been super clingy lately. So I don't know. We'll see if she ends up actually staying or pulling out. Last time she went to sleep over and then decided a couple of hours in that she really missed mummy. Um, I don't know if any of you out there experience this. I It's such a kind of tough feeling when you have such a clingy baby um, and by baby I mean toddler. <laughs> she's three and she's so clingy with me that while i love it and it's the best thing in the world and oh my gosh what a privilege that it's me that she wants to be with all the time it takes so much energy from me just day to day that i do need an opportunity to to have a bit of time away and it sounds awful but you know even if it's a couple of hours just to recharge because she she wants me 24/7 and i feel awful even saying this on the podcast but i i just You know if you are dealing with the same thing please don't feel bad i guess about um needing some time to yourself because i mean ordinarily we need time to ourselves but when you have a child that's so clingy um and just needs you for everything there's not a minute of the day that we're not having a conversation about something and i tend to be a bit of an introvert i like my own space i like to spend time alone and it's been three years since I've had a good chunk of time to myself. So as much as I'm crazy about that little girl, I think it's very healthy for her and for me um, that we have a couple of hours apart. And she spent time with other people and, you know, build up some resilience towards the way that other people do things as well. So I haven't recorded an episode in, I think, three weeks, two or three weeks. Um... Things have been I feel like I'm finally in real postpartum territory. My son is four and a half months and I think maybe I was a bit delirious at first or I don't know how to describe it, but I've I've said right up until now, I don't feel like I've got a baby, I don't feel like I've got a baby because he has been so easygoing. And so, you know, I have a a toddler with very, very intense needs, and then this baby who kind of just tags along and it's been in the last few weeks, I guess, a bit of a flip. So he's really finding his voice, his personality. He's starting to miss me when I leave the room or when I'm not literally holding him in my arms. Um, we're starting to have contact naps, you know, or the whole thing. It just brings me back to three years ago with my daughter. Um and I feel like now I'm getting to the point where, holy shit, like I'm I'm really feeling postpartum land now. I am struggling to shower. I'm struggling to get food in. Like even if I'm cooking for my daughter, he's crying. He's, you know, my son can roll over now. So I made like a little floor play area for him. And it's just like the moment I put him down, I walk away and he starts crying. So I think I'm struggling a little bit in the last few weeks. And well seriously struggling to find 5 minutes to myself let alone to be able to record this episode um but also just mentally like i'm feeling really really drained i'm not i'm not feeling entirely myself um not in a not in a really sad way like i'm not feeling super sad i'm just feeling like i am so i've let myself go let's put it that way on the one hand so i'm really like i'll leave the house looking like whatever and that's not me and I really, I struggle to be that way. I feel like that's when I know I really need to check myself because I am I do, you know, and it's not that I'm overly obsessed with my appearance. Oh, that sounds awful. But I do, I think it's important to feel good and look good or at least put in the effort into myself. You know what I mean? And at the moment... My hair's falling out like crazy. I am wearing nothing but tracksuits every single day. Like I've upgraded from leggings, which I was complaining about wearing all the time, to now trackies because they're elasticated. It's just awful anyway. So I need to do something about that. I think tonight um, after I record this, I'm going to give myself a mini makeover if I can put my son into his bassinet. Um On the other hand, though, I have been on a tiny bit of like a health kick. Um, I have to say it's like gradual, like I haven't overnight gone, that's it, I've woken up and, you know, that's it, I'm going to be super healthy, you know, super fit, do all my exercise, all that stuff. But I am, and I think that's a good thing, to be honest, because with my personality, I tend to be a little bit all or nothing and it's not good. So I think it's actually great that I'm just injecting a bit more Healthy lifestyle things into my day to day, so I'm doing more exercise. I'm actively doing workouts. Like I've um, downloaded, if you don't know, you need to get onto it. Emily Sky she's fantastic. Um, so I've been doing some workouts with her. Um, one thing I really, really struggle with, actually, when it comes to exercise, and I don't know if I'm the only one, is that I just I get in my own head about how to structure the day. It sounds ridiculous, but when I struggle to have one shower. Let alone, you know, shower after a workout. I've worked out how to do the exercise with my toddler and baby around. I try and put the baby down for a nap. The toddler just does the workout with me. She thinks it's fun. So I've worked out that you know I'm not going to get some miraculous time to myself to be able to exercise. But it's more like so if I wake up in the morning, right, and my husband's at home. Um, getting ready for work, I can jump in the shower before he leaves just to give myself a chance to have a good shower with no one in the bathroom and, you know, faster rather than taking 10 times longer. But then I'm already showered and then I get out of the shower. I'm like, oh, if I go and do a workout now, I'm going to need to shower after. So then sometimes I'm like, you know what, I'll just save the shower for after I work out. But then what are the chances that I'm actually going to be able to have a chance? So I just get into my head about silly things like that. Um, and so I'm really just trying to practice a little bit more of, you know, um, if the thought pops into my head, just chuck on some active wear and do some exercise so that it becomes a little bit more intuitive as opposed to like trying to really plan out my day. Because honestly, if I do that, it's 10 p.m. and I still haven't, you know, started any exercise. So the moment a thought pops into my head. I like to say it out loud so I'll tell my daughter right we're going to do some exercise and she gets all excited and within five minutes I've got my active wear on and then slowly we make you know steps to I probably have to chuck wash in the machine and do all the boring shit beforehand but it kind of you know having those habits where I'm like oh the thought popped into my head just go with it um, it's helping so I'm while I'm I feel like, like I've let myself go on the one hand Um, in not a great way on the other hand I'm really trying to build myself up health wise so maybe by the time I record another episode um, it'll all come back together and I'll be like you know what I'm feeling great guys so after that very long-winded intro let's get into the episode so today's episode episode 38 what I wanted to talk about was this idea of ever being ready for something that you want to achieve and three reasons I think you should just go for it rather than holding off so, what's inspired me, I guess, to talk about this today, um like I said, you know, I've had a f- four and a half months ago, had a baby, so I'm four and a half months into my second baby. And I can safely say that life with two is hectic. If you're listening to this and you have two, um, if you have more, I I will take my hat off every second of the day to you. I don't know and I'm not even going to pretend to know. But I already know that life with two is hectic. Money is tight. Extracurricular activities are basically non-existent. Like I said, I now leave the house looking disheveled and I'm less and less concerned about it, which is concerning on its own um, let alone having you know a hobby or an interest or something else that I want to do this podcast is my big goal and I struggle to get you know the time in the last three weeks so life is pretty hectic at the moment um, we're down a car I have um, dreams of doing some studies which they're totally on hold and um, my career's on hold obviously and look this year I'm let's safely say i'll be in my late 30s oh my god that's really scary is that late 37 i'm 37 this year is that late 30s can i stretch out mid 30s to encompass uh 37 i don't know but um i guess what i'm trying to say here is that life is fucking hectic at the moment however i am so happy with the decision that we made to have this second baby even though life was definitely not ready um no challenge that I'm going through at the moment makes it feel like oh shit we had him too soon and I and I'm serious like my daughter is still not sleeping through the night the baby's a better sleeper than the three-year-old we've really had issues with her Um, but even still I just feel like I'm so happy we made this decision that no matter the challenges it doesn't outweigh having my son so in the spirit of talking about my second baby, um, when our circumstances were not necessarily optimal, I felt really inspired this week to talk about what it means to really be ready when it comes to taking big steps in life or things that you really want to achieve. So I've spent time reflecting on my own experiences and contemplating the experiences of those around me and upon reflection I'm really sold on not holding back on something if you know it's for you in your heart. If it's something that you've dreamed of, there's no point in holding back. And I sound really reckless, but hear me out. If you're feeling like something's, let's say on the cards for you, but you're just not ready to take the next step. And the reason that you think you're not ready is because you think there's something you need to do beforehand or something you need to do more of beforehand. I'm just feeling inspired to tell you that um, you may not be more ready than now and you can take this episode as you wish but maybe this episode happens to be your sign to just go ahead and do it whatever it is. So when when I was considering having a second baby and I say me because my husband was like super eager (laughs) And I was like, oh, I'm not sure if we're ready. I'm not sure if we're ready. I was holding off because I felt like our lifestyle wasn't able to handle it. At this stage of our lives, you know, with mortgages and life's... expenses and the interest rates and my husband working every single day I was working part-time and spending the rest of my time with our daughter Um, I in my opinion the right thing to do was to wait for our circumstances to change before jumping into having another baby so I'm sitting here kind of going just wait things will be different and when things are different it'll be a better time which as we all know puts even more pressure on everyone you know having a baby financially emotionally so Thinking, you know, I want to hold off until the time is right because I know that having another baby is going to stress the situation even more. And let's be honest, of course it does, but does it outweigh, you know, actually having this baby? So I was talking to one of my closest friends about thinking about, you know, having another baby um, and, you know, me saying, you know, I really think things need to change first. I can't have another baby until things change. Um, you know for example my husband working so much and my friend said to me which kind of put a little light bulb in my head to be honest she said hypothetically if things don't change so let's say my husband continues to work as much as he does um, our circumstances don't get any easier necessarily does that mean that i would not ever have a second baby So in other words, if I'm saying I'm going to hold off on this thing that I really want because I want my circumstances to change, what she said to me was, well, if circumstances don't change, does that mean you're not going to go for this thing that you really want? And straight away, that question put things into perspective for me, honestly, because my immediate answer was no. Of course, I'm not going to give up on the thought of having another baby. I guess I'm just hoping for my chances to change. So then the the question is, well, then why hold off? Because you don't know that the circumstances are going to change and it's really hard to predict. I'm talking, I know, out of privilege. I'm well aware of that. I know that you know. No matter how hard things are, I have a support network around me. Um, you know, I have I have ways that I can fall back on. But things are really hard. And my one my main reason to try and hold off, I guess, was because I wanted to have more time together as a family. And as I mentioned, my husband works a lot. Um, and so I, you know, considering that those factors may not change having thought about whether or not that would change my view on having a second baby, my answer straight up is no. And, you know, as for most big decisions like, let's say, getting married, having a baby, um, changing jobs or whatever it is, a lot of people tend to wait for time or your life to kind of clear up like I I won't be ready until I I have all this time on my hands and the reality is you're not going to you're not going to have an abundance of money you're not going to have I mean look you might you might be really lucky but most of us are not going to have an abundance of free money that's just sitting around looking for something to to do with it or free time looking for ways to fill it to then go you know what now is the now only now I can you know get married to the person that I've wanted to marry for a long time only now I can have that baby that I've wanted to have for a really long time because I've got all this free time and free money that's just sitting around so ultimately I'm talking about things that are big decisions that you want to be making but you feel like you're holding off because you feel like there are things that need to happen first so I'm going to share with you like I said three reasons I think if you want something you should just go for it and do it now. Yes, I sound reckless, maybe it is my current mental state, but I'm sharing with you how I feel and I'm hoping it strikes a chord anyway. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. So the first reason I think you should just go for it is that you can never plan fully. No thing in your life can you fully plan and be fully prepared for. So for example, you know, falling pregnant so you can decide to start trying when you feel like the time is ready but you can never really plan when you will actually fall pregnant no matter which avenue you go through when no no matter which way you go to get pregnant um you can't actually determine exactly when you're going to fall pregnant so it could be years for now we know you know many people and you might be one of them who've had a tough time trying to fall pregnant um, and you know what those hurdles feel like. So that could that could be something that exists in, in our future. So if we're thinking about or we're considering falling pregnant and saying, but I'm not going to have a baby for the next five years so or in five years until my circumstances are ideal, um, therefore I will just hold off and start then. We just don't know what it's going to look like. Now, obviously, if the stars align and everything works perfectly, um and things are really seamless then you might you know you might be in luck but like for many people as we know like I said you know this is not necessarily an easy thing to achieve just deciding exactly when you're going to be able to fall pregnant same goes for other big decisions too like if you're deciding to buy a house or sell a house um and you're holding off because you think you know what's going to happen with the market or what your financial situation will be down the track um, whether you're necess- whether you're going to have more dependence than you expect to have, you don't know this um, down the down the line. You have no way of fully planning your circumstances down the line to say, I really really want to buy a house, but I'm holding off until all the stars align because they might not might not align in the way that you think. Same goes for, and you know, I feel like a lot of us did this when we were pre pre-babies pre-families but holding off on a relationship because you think for example you might have a good few years left of single life that you don't want to miss out on or holding off on getting married Um, because you think married life will make you miss out on things that you could be doing now Um, but so here's the thing waiting for the perfect time or perfect set uh, circumstances um, or just feeling like everything really needs to perfectly align might mean that it will actually never happen and that's the thing that kind of gets to me it's thinking you know if I let's say I wanted to pursue a relationship with someone and I was like I really really like them and I'm really interested um, but I'm so happy being single right now that I'm just going to hold off If I I have to make a decision then and there. If I want that person, if I want to be that person or if I want to achieve that particular thing, holding off is really gambling, really gambling at the end of the day. So you have to, I guess, decide what is it that you really want. Now, if I really, really, really want to live three years of craziness in my 20s and then start looking for a relationship, but what I really want now is to just enjoy single life, then nothing's going to come before that. So I guess at this point, If there's something that you really want, I'm suggesting you ask yourself, if the ideal circumstances I'm waiting on don't ever happen, am I happy to sacrifice the thing that I really want? And if your answer is no, then maybe think, you know, let's say the circumstances stay exactly the same or worsen. Do I really still want the thing that I said that I wanted? Then I am daring you (laughs) to go for it now. Just do it now. What are you waiting for? No matter when you choose to do the thing that you really want to do, it's going to change your life as it is then. So whether it's now, in a week, in three years, your life's still going to change. We all know this when it comes to having a baby. So when we all had our first baby, you know, it's not like we were ready for the baby to come. We might have thought we were ready for the baby to come, but being ready would have meant, again, that we had huge gaps in our day, which we can now occupy with taking care of a baby. Big life decisions don't add to your life now they rewrite it so things are going to change anyway and if you're prepared for that then just let it happen there are no blank spaces to fill so you can't plan what life will be like with this addition because you won't know until you're there. The second reason I'm telling you to just go for it whatever it is um, is that if it's something you really really want from the heart there is little to no chance that you're going to regret doing it but you will regret not doing it once the chance or opportunity is gone so I always do like a a regret test you know what would I regret more and I feel like if it's something that you really want the the obvious answer is you're going to regret not doing it more than doing it and all the shit that comes with it so obviously having my second baby which was my most recent big big decision um has changed so much but I you know no matter how hard things are like I said my body I feel like that's another story for another day I just don't feel myself my hair's falling out financially we're really struggling obviously like everyone with kids you know life is tough but I would so much more regret not having had him than to just go fuck it let's just let's just add some more stress to our lives but have this amazing little human taking a risk that you know is going to give you a chance to go for something that you really want in life. I believe, and this is, I'm taking, you know, I'm out on a limb here, but I really believe that it's never going to leave you worse off than if you don't pursue it. Because like every experience adds, you know, experiences and knowledge to your belt anyway. And I feel like if it's something you really, really want, it's really hard for it to be a mistake to pursue it it is really hard because you will gain so much from it anyway you know think about relationships like you how much do you grow from having been in a relationship even if that relationship comes to an end do you really maybe in some circumstances obviously yes but in most cases you don't regret your past relationships because you grow and you learn from them chances are if you're pursuing a dream job You're not going to regret pursuing that dream job and letting go of something that you didn't want to do in the first place or wanted much less. You're never going to regret, for example, going on the dream holiday, even if it ends up costing you more money than you want to spend right now. When you look back in life, when you, you know, when you're counting the things that you did that you were really grateful for, I don't think you're going to look back and think, you know, geez, it took me, I don't know, six months to pay off my credit card So I wish I never went on that amazing holiday. I feel like you're going to say, you know what, I'm so glad I did, even though it took me six months to pay off my credit card. Again, talking out of privilege here, I totally understand that. But it's just an example, um, you know, in the way of thinking around. It might cost you and it might be difficult, but are you really going to regret doing the thing that you really want? And the third and final reason I think you should just go for whatever it is that you're wanting to do is that if your reason to hold off is your timeline or because you've got some idea about how you want your life to, I guess, be planned out. Um, You have thought about how you want things, you know, how things need to be um, before you can pursue that thing that you want. So let's say I need to be earning this much money, be in this relationship, be living in this place before I can do X, Y or Z. There are always going to be pros and cons when you do something. So, holding off on your holding off on something because it's not at the right point in your timeline, you might not consider that maybe doing it now is going to bring you some pros that you hadn't thought about. Shuffling your timeline around or the idea that you have of, you know, what your timeline or your future should look like might come with challenges. But there are also benefits considering, you know, you can't predict the future, you may miss out on the pros of going for the thing that you want now because you're worried about the cons. And I'm here to tell you, fuck the cons, right? So there are people that I know that went to study straight out of school and as a result, you know they were smashing career goals three years later. Um, Other people decided to have a gap year and not go to, to study straight out of school. And because of that, they encountered, I don't know, this amazing relationship and were able to travel the world and live all these experiences. And then their career took off at a later date, but without having that gap year, then those experiences and those relationships would not have existed. You know, marrying young or marrying later on in life, having kids young, having kids later on in life, um, you know, pursuing different, buying a house when you're young and getting into a mortgage when you're young, or renting until you're older and then choosing to buy. Like, obviously, there are things that are going to work for you and your preferences. There, you're going to prioritize different things in life. But I just feel like you have to really think about what is it that you really want, and. Focus more on the pros that it'll give you, and not think that you've got it all really clear. Because your timeline is not always is not always up to you. Like I said, there's things you can't plan, and there's there's pros that you might not realize. There there might be things that you don't necessarily recognize at the time might actually be really beneficial to you because you're worrying about the cons. When I was in high school, when I was a kid, thinking I knew what my life was going to look like, I was sure. Positive that I was going to be a mum in my early twenties. My mum had me at 26. She was married at 23, and I was like, Pff, 26. That's old. I want to be younger than that when I have kids. Um, I, <laughs> I didn't have my first until I was 33. So obviously, at the time when I was, you know, living through those years, I was feeling like oh my gosh my life is you know running away without me like where are the things that I really I wanted to have a kid now and um, obviously it's not up to me alone like I had it had to be a decision between me and the person that I was going to have kids with so at the end of the day I um, you know while I thought in my head and I'm talking my high school self thought in my head that it would be a great idea to have my kids young And then, you know, as the years went on, I felt like, oh my God, time's ticking. Where's my life going? In hindsight, or maybe I guess I just am looking through rose colored glasses at my situation. I'm so glad that I had my kids in my thirties, um, which, you know, it's not such a big deal these days anyway, but for me, for what I thought, you know, I wanted, it felt really, really late. But to be honest, I feel like, I have a different maturity than I, well, obviously I had a different maturity than I did when I was in my early 20s. And there are a lot of pros that I can feel in myself about becoming a mum. Now, there are some cons. I do feel like maybe I would have had more energy, um, but I also didn't miss out on the things that I, f- that I really cherish having done now in my 20s. I traveled, I had lots of fun. I studied, I, you know, I got to do jobs that I really enjoyed and now I'm at a stage where I don't feel like I'm missing out on those things as much as I probably would have if I had had my kids earlier. On the flip side, I can imagine that if I had had kids earlier, by this stage in my life, I would have older kids who'd be school-aged, I'd be able to have more time to myself and in my 30s, you know, being able to do things that I've, you know, I'm not doing at the moment. Um, so, you know, probably if I had had my kids earlier on the other side, a bit of a sliding doors scenario, I'd be doing things that I'm not doing right now. So obviously, you know, the benefits are both ways, but all I'm trying to say to you is that you can't plan this and you don't know this stuff. So don't worry too much about the cons. (laughs) I'm egging you on. I feel like we're all doing shots and I'm going here, have another one, have another one. But I just feel a little bit inspired because I just, I just want to share, you know, this, this thinking around, just going for what you want and, and not thinking that you can have it all under control. Your life is, is, you know, yes, it's up to you, but you can't plan it. So if there's stuff that you really want to be present in your life, don't wait, don't hold off. That's my advice as someone who probably shouldn't be giving advice, um, under the influence of postpartum baby brain. And with that said, I am going to go and try and get some rest, probably try and give myself some kind of makeover so I feel better tomorrow. So once again, I'm here to remind you to trust your gut and be kind to your pooch and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye.